what kind of book did you write? I wrote a book called Foot Yoga. I'm also a yoga teacher. <laughs> and, yoga. That's interesting. Yeah. entrepreneurs gain the mindset, messaging, and visibility to unapologetically show up and build their brands. So how do you build your brand from the inside out? This is the Elevate Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Elevate Podcast. I am here today with Becky Watson. Becky is a yoga therapist and she works with empty nester moms to find purpose and focus again after their kids leave the nest. Welcome, Becky. How are you today? I'm doing great, Janessa. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I always love to hear people's stories and how they got into, you know, the business that they did. And because our journeys are all so different and it's, I think it's so important for people to hear a lot of different stories and a lot of different ways to understand that this is, you know, having a business and a life <laughs> is possible for everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about you and who you serve and why you serve them. Yeah, thanks. Um, I am a mom and I have two kids and I start off that way because that's how my journey began. Um, yeah. I stayed home with my kids and, you know, I was the mom who, you know, took them to soccer practice and I was at every school function and I was all in. And then my daughter left, left home to finish school at a boarding school at age 16. Mm. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like, you don't have the mom today. <laughs> That's right. And I still had a son at home, but I, it quickly hit me. Well, he's only four years younger he's, he, he might be out really soon. And, and he left at 16 as well to finish at the, a boarding school. Yeah. And so I was, I got thrown in early into that whole, well, what do I do now? Because yes, I had been working part-time as I raised my kids, but my kids, they were in my life. So mm. I got thrown into the, what do I do with myself if I don't have to go to the PTA meeting or no more soccer, thank goodness. <laughs> Those things weren't going to be my life. What was I going to do? And that's when I'd, I was already teaching yoga, and I thought I really want something a little bit more than just teaching yoga. And I came across Yoga Therapy, which is a branch off of yoga. Um, and it was the journey that started as my daughter left home to go to boarding school that sent me off to where I am now through that journey of self-discovery of um, learning who I was and what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So now I, I work with other women, a lot of women going through trans transitional periods. I found that I was being drawn to women who were either getting divorced or retiring or were empty nesters. It was that later stage or midlife where everything mm. was shifting that I kept getting drawn to. So now that's what I do. I um, help other moms who are going through that empty nest transition. Those that didn't plan ahead, that they're yeah. like, what the heck do I do now? Yeah. And, and those that are, that can see it coming. I help them as well because they're pre-planning. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> 
were just <laughs> talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Those moms are going, okay, I've got a year left with them. What do I do? Mm -hmm. How do I, how do I shift? What do I need to be thinking about? So I work with both groups, you know, similar things. It's just some are going at it a little bit more leisurely pace. Yeah. And others just got tossed into the deep end really fast when they dropped their kid off at college. Yeah. And they're like, what is happening right now? Yeah. yeah. They go home and <laughs> they don't even think about it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, when you work with the, you know, moms, do you work with the dads too? Because, you know, I mean, I'm sure some of these women are, are married or have partners and um, sometimes they don't know what to do with each other. Yeah, I've run across that. Um, <laughs> I, I, do, I do stick with the moms though, um, but I have run across that. They're like, well, the relationship isn't the same anymore. Mm. But before they can really work on that relationship with their husband, they have to work on the relationship with themselves. Yeah. Yeah. After, and, yeah. And after I, raising oh. your kids, well, after you're raising your kids for 18 years or more, if you've had more than one kid, yeah. um, I, I was in the position of who am I now? Right. Exactly. And I think that's a good point, even for women that still have their kids at home. Like, it's really important to know who you are as, yeah. as long as you, you know, as soon as you can, you know? I, I talked to a mom not too long ago who had younger kids and she's like, well, what can you, what advice can you tell me? So I don't get there. Right. Mm. And I, I told her, I said, you know, keep doing things for yourself, for yourself. Yeah. Don't yeah. forget yourself in the equation. Exactly. And we do so often. Well, that's what society tells us moms, good moms are, right? Yes. We put ourselves society. to the side. Society can go blank itself <laughs> yes. as I'm concerned because like we're rule breakers here. We, uh, you know, I'm always, always, um, you know, challenging the status quo with a lot of things like business doesn't have to be hard. It, it, you know, you don't have to hustle to make money. And here's the, here's the next one, ladies, that you are important all of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I so agree with that because without yourself in the equation, you get burnt out. You, yeah, absolutely. I mean, how could you not get burnt out? You, I mean, you're filling everyone else's cup constantly and you're not filling your own. Mm -hmm. It's like the oxygen mask that drops from the airplane. I use that analogy all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of us do. <laughs> a lot of us do. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, your story and what, what made you say, oh my gosh, here I am. I'm, I'm a mom with, you know, no kids in the house anymore. I'm going to start a business. What made you take that on at, you know, a later, a later age? Yeah, it was kind of scary um, to take that leap of faith, but it was after my daughter had left and I'd started the journey on training for yoga therapy um, that I thought, well, what am I going to do with these skills that I'm learning? And I really didn't want to work for somebody else. Um, I found after, you know, being in charge of the family for so long that I was like, I can do this by myself. Um, so I, <laughs> whether I'm I've doing been the right, boss really for a long <laughs> right. time, 
Um, but yeah, so I just wanted, I wanted to be my own boss. I, you know, I find that I like working around other people, but I don't want to be part of the whole corporate chain. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I just started my own business and started out small out of my house and, um, working with people online and in person. And finally a year ago, I was able to make that leap out of my house. It was such a great feeling to be able to rent my own space. Oh, nice. So you teach yoga out of that space? um, I do just a little bit. Mostly I do private yoga and Mm -hmm. I do the um, therapy that I'm Mm -hmm. trained in there. And the therapy gets into um, getting with those emotions that mm. get stuck in the body. Um, maybe it's trauma. You know, it could be all kinds of things. Um, but I do that out of that space as well. And just the feeling of knowing that I've created that. Yeah. Uh, it's just amazing. Yeah. That, that is awesome. So what did you find was the, you know, most difficult struggle for you when you started your, your business? Mm the most difficult struggle probably was that I'm an introvert and having Mm. to get out there and talk to people over and over and over again. (laughs) Like, um, can I just go hide in the corner again for a little bit? Yeah. Can I just like open my door and hope people come in? Yeah. It doesn't work. (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) I say that all the time. I'm like, guys, you opened your business. You have to actually go be visible now. Yes. This is how it works. You cannot hide when you open a business. I I learned that the hard way, (laughs) Mm. for sure. Um, While I was home, I tried that hiding and it didn't work. But since I've been out in my own private space, I've definitely been more visible. And it's more fun, actually. I find um, connecting with people from a heart space is really a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. And, And, you know, being an introvert, I think a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs will classify themselves as an introvert, you know, um, like they're not, which, you know, I get, I, I don't know. I'm a little conflicted about that <laughs> <laughs> because I love my alone time. Don't get me wrong. Like when I'm not connecting and building relationships or working with clients or doing whatever it is, you know, that I'm doing, when I'm not doing that, I'm like, okay, everybody leave me alone. You know? <laughs> yeah. But when I'm doing it, I get really energized by doing it. So I don't really know what I would classify myself as. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm kind of the same way. Cause when I'm working with someone, I'm just like buzzing. Yeah. And, and, but I, I regenerate by myself though. So that does make me an introvert for sure. But yes. Yeah. I, I am the same way I do. I cannot re-energize myself in a group full of people. It exhausts me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely fill my cup is alone. You know, my cup runneth over into all of my business, all of my clients, all of those things is definitely, you know, with obviously with other people, but relationships and connections are like two of my, well, it's really one in the same, but it's, it is a core value of, for me to build relationships. And yeah. I'll tell you that they skipped the freaking crap out of me before I was, did not, I was like a networking meeting. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel you there. <laughs> I am not walking into a room full of people I don't know. Yeah, but being one-on-one -on -one with someone, easy. Can do that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is much easier. But now I would walk into a networking meeting and wouldn't... I mean, I might feel a little uncomfortable at first if I knew nobody. <laughs> but I think who wouldn't, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I probably wouldn't... I know that I wouldn't feel like I did before. Like it was like a, you know, that feeling that you got when you had to stand up in front of your class and like do a book report or something. Uh huh. Mm. Like the one that made your stomach dropped and you just wanted to like run and throw up in the bathroom. Yeah. I, I yeah. do remember that very <laughs> distinctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how just the word networking used to make me feel. Yeah. And it's one of those unexpected skills though, that you learn as a business person. Yeah. 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 I don't, I, I learned more in, you know, running my business and being an entrepreneur than I think I ever learned in school and way faster. Yeah. It's an unbelievable self-discovery journey. Yes. Self-discovery and just education because mm -hmm. you're learning from people that are, you know, steps ahead of you or where you want to be and, you know, reading content from those same people, you know, listening to podcasts and, and doing all those things. And they're leaving you all these, you know, golden nuggets and you're like, Oh, like, and you don't realize sometimes how much you really pull in, like that you remember all the time, you know, until, until somebody asks you something, you're like, Oh, Yes, I know that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I find myself having to be careful because I, you know, the procrastinating learning that I can do as a business owner is just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I was going to say the shiny object syndrome is, yeah. is real too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I have to uh, very much discipline myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, that, that's another thing that we have to learn too especially if you were an employee before and now you're not or, you know, even as a mom and not running a business. I mean, yes, you ran your house, you did all of the things that you do in a business when you're raising a family, but yeah. you just don't think of it the same way. You don't, but it is similar in, in that it's on the job training. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Life lessons learn it all as you go as a mom and same way as a, so as a business owner. So I was really prepared well in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was. And then I was like, Oh, I, I actually just did a post about that same, like, do you really realize how much content I have consumed over, you know, the past five years? <laughs> Yeah. And how much of it I really didn't need to consume. Mm -hmm. You know, we think we need to know everything right now in our business. And, you know, we don't, we just need to keep taking that step to get the clarity yeah. for the next step and slow ourselves down a little bit. And people get lost in that sometimes. Did you find that that was true for you? Definitely. And that's something that I tell my um, empty nesters as well. You don't need to know your whole journey right now. You yeah. need to know what your next step is going to be. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. You, you may have dreams for where you want to get there, to go, but you'll get there. Just take one step first. Yeah. And don't, and don't get frustrated, you know, mm-hmm. with the step like that you're not getting there fast enough because it's really, there is no destination, right? No, as long as you're alive, you're still moving forward. Yeah. And you know, the business is going to grow in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that usually my best um, surprises come from those unexpected twists. Yeah. Yeah. Or when you're not even looking for them, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you're like, Oh, how did that just happen? <laughs> Can I do that again? How did I do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> I go left when I was really going right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's happened to me definitely more than once. And, you know, the other thing that, you know, these empty nester moms, whether they're starting a business or finding a new hobby or traveling or whatever it is that they find their thing is going to be, you know, mm-hmm. that purpose that, if they decide what it is one day, it doesn't need to be that thing in five years. It can be something different. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's the same thing with the business too, you know, where it's constantly evolving. We are constantly evolving. So what we are focusing on is going to constantly evolve. Yeah. It's, it's what's right in this moment. Yes. That's not, the important. Yeah. Yeah. Not last week or not two years from now, but in this moment, what's, what's right for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So what types of things do you work your, or empty nester moms through to help them find that focus and purpose? Um, Well, one of those things is just what we were just saying was coming to this present moment because so many of them are either living in the past when the kid was two or five, you know, that fun time back then, Mm -hmm. you know, they're trying to figure out how to get it back or, they're so stuck with what am I going to be doing in 10 years that they miss the present moment. So there is a lot of awareness that I work with them on, um, you know, awareness of the body. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so much knowledge that our body is holding, but if we don't stop to listen to it, it's just, I don't want to say it's wasted, but it's hidden. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Yeah. Our body has memories. Um, it has all this wisdom in throughout. It's not just in the head. It's not just in the brain. It's, it's throughout the body. And so many of us go through life just living out of our brain and mm-hmm. that we completely skip what's going on down in the gut, the heart, you know, other places of the body. So just pausing to learn how to um, check in and read what's going on right now. Um, it helps with the business. It helps with whether you're an employee, it helps with your relationships. It helps with everything of just pausing and noticing what's happening right now. Um, because it's when you know what's happening right now, you know how to react. Yeah. You can actually respond from a different place than if it's that knee jerk reaction. Right. So it's almost like, instead of reacting, you're kind of being a little proactive into, into a reaction. Yeah. You're actually responding instead of reacting. There's a yes. difference there. Yeah. So I, I, I tell my moms, the um, empty nester moms, I'm, I'm like pause during the day and do an awareness break. It can be as short as 30 seconds. 
does not take long. Just pause, take a breath and notice. How do you feel? What's going on around you? You know, is it, is the sun shining? Are you tired? Um, have you been sitting too long at that desk and you're crunched over? <laughs> do you need to stand up? What's going on right now? And it's just those little bitty breaks that start the process of getting to know yourself again. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good advice. <laughs> yeah. For, for all of us. <laughs> yeah. For all of us. Yes, absolutely. For everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do get very, you know, lost in the journey we haven't even taken yet mm-hmm. or the journey we've already taken, which is where, you know, a lot of our subconscious, you know, core beliefs have were grown in those past experiences and that we're, we're running, those are running in the background constantly in our heads and we're reacting from those. Yeah. And if you stop and you listen in your, your gut may have a different reaction than your head. Yeah. Uh, Yes. I've noticed that myself lately, actually. I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. I'm like, now I know I shouldn't have done that, but (laughs) (laughs) because my gut said, don't, but my brain said, go right ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a skill learning to listen to your body. I can, after so many years of um, tuning in and learning this process of listening, I can, you know, step on my yoga mat and with minutes, I've got a message from my body saying, this is what you need today. Mm. But it's a skill. It's something that I've had to train and learn. And, you know, I, so that's what, that's what I teach other people is to listen to that, those messages from within. Yeah. So I'm trying to really, I mean, I, I understand because I have experienced it in my own body. By no means am I a master at it because I am not (laughs) at all. Um, But tell us, you know, is there anything that you can tell us that, you know, maybe we could be listening to like, what are some signs or some, like what, what kind of, is it just a feeling? Is it a sign? Is it like, tell us more. It could be all of those and it could be something totally different. Um, for some people I've found there's an ache in the body that just won't go away. And the doctor says, you're fine. It's in your head. And you're like, no, really it's in my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, there's something wrong here. And you know, the medical doctors are like, you're fine. I could work with you and get to the root of what's going on. There may be an, a memory from 10 years ago that's stuck in there. Maybe it's a trauma mm. um, that is just waiting to be heard. I always say that if you ignore the messages of your body, they're going to get louder. It's like yeah. someone knocking at a door. They knock louder and louder and louder until you answer. And that pain is going to get worse until you listen to it. And Oftentimes, as soon as you listen to what's going on, it goes away. Hmm. As simple as that. It's like, thanks for listening. And it leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Goodbye. Simple as that. (laughs) That's, that's, uh, it's incredible how the body works and how the mind works and. Oh yeah. How the mind and the, 
I still, I mean, I'm sure you could probably, maybe you could tell us more about this. I have no idea how the mind and the gut works together. Like that's a big, big buzz these days. It is the vagus nerve. Um, there's a lot of talk about it lately, connecting uh, all the different areas of the body. You know, they call it the wandering nerve. I am not an expert at it for mm. sure, but um, it, it does connect. You know, you are connected. Your your gut brain is connected to the brain in your head. Mm. And they do talk to one another as well as other parts of the body do talk to one another. They found that the fascia that runs all throughout the body mm-hmm. is actually a, as part sto- partly storing memories all around the body. And those memories um, do inform what you do today. And so, so incredible. it's, it's, a, and you know, we've just touched on it with science and, it's when I get the chance to read or study more about it, it just floors me that the body was made in such a way that all this knowledge is there. Yeah. And we have no idea. Yeah. We listen to just like the tip of the iceberg most of the time. Yeah. And, that, and that's like the conscious brain mm-hmm. because that's what is, you know, most present or I don't want to say most present. Let's, let's rephrase. <laughs> it's really what's, you know, what you are taking in at that mo- moment. Like yeah. it's what you, you know, it, your, your thoughts are pretty loud. Yeah. And so you, that's what you hear. That's what you're present with. But when you can focus in other places, those thoughts shift, they get, get a little bit quieter so that you can listen in. Hmm. And you walk your moms through these things so that they can understand. And, I do. And, that, and this helps them to understand what, you know, maybe their folk, their purpose is. Yeah. Sometimes they're being held back from their purpose because something that's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. And that's where, especially if I do a one-on-one session with them in this regard of listening to what's going on in the body, um, I can help them explore past traumas and, um, get them to move past it or mm-hmm. forward again. Um, because if you're being held back, you can't move forward. Right. And so, is that like, a? I mean, I understand that, you know, energy is held in the body and it, you know, gets held certain ways and it can get stuck and things like that. I also know that your brain will, you know, make these neural pathways that are just run on autopilot. Mm-hmm. So is it both of those things that you work on? Like when, it's, when it comes to that moving, moving forward, it's less of the brain and more of the body. <laughs> hmm. it's, it's more of the body. You do get the new neural pathways that get built mm-hmm. as you do something different. But um, I've been trained to work with the body. Yeah. And really listen to what's happening there. Hmm. So what types of programs do you offer your moms? I offer, I have a group program called Empty Nest Essentials Mm -hmm. that um, I'll run live again in the fall. Um, But that's just a way for you to get together with other moms and learn from each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also do one-on-one work with the moms. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of them are so effective, just coming at the process a little bit differently. Yeah. 
so tell us a little bit more about the group program. So it's, is it just connecting with moms, like so that you can like network with moms and have friends or like? Well, I have, um, right now it's a four week program. Mm. And each week I send out several, um, I don't want to call them lessons, but <laughs> several yeah. things for you to do. Usually there's a meditation, um, some journaling, mm -hmm. um, some other explore, exploratory work that they do. Um, I do body scans with them, different things like that. But each week they get some information. And then we have a weekly call where we get on with one another and talk about um, what they got from the meditation or what they got from learning to listen to their body once a day. You know, yeah. Cause I can imagine that. that when you actually start to pay attention to those things that you'd need somebody to like guide you through. And I like to think of it as a women's circle. You know, we, we learn so much from each other. Mm. Um, so having that chance to connect with other women who are going through something similar. Mm-hmm. So we each have a slightly different perspective. Sure, I've gone through it and I can lead you through this program, but it doesn't mean I know everything. It means there are others there that have very valuable wisdom as well. So listening to each other and learning from each other is, is a huge part of it. Um, there's a Facebook group where they can all connect. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just four weeks of getting together. And learn. Really, it's connecting to yourself first. Yeah so that you can connect out to other people as well. Yeah, that's, um, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? So, um, I know that this part isn't, is not going to get edited out because we don't even edit out the mess ups here. So that's okay just yeah. so that everybody knows what happened. My son just came and banged on my door and was like, ah, <laughs> like it really, nothing's wrong. Like he's the house isn't burning down. He's not bleeding. He's fine. Um, but I just totally lost my train of thought. When, <laughs> when that happened. I was, I was talking about the moms connecting to themselves first. Yes. So they can yes. connect to other people when they know themselves more. Yes. And what I was going to say about what you had said before is that, um, you know, you said that you're all learning from each other and, you know, to that point, it, it's really because everyone has a different journey. I mean, everyone's had different experiences and will experience this program differently. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. And that's really what I love about it is the wisdom that we all bring to it. Yeah. And I think that's a really important point to make for anybody that runs a group program that, you know, that's a big part of it. You know, like you can have a specific outcome to a group program, but when you get that many or anybody, really, it doesn't even, it can be two people in, in a group program and you're going to get two different perspectives, two different journeys, two different outcomes to, you know, all of that. So just learning from each other in a group program and paying attention to other people's perspectives and journeys will increase your knowledge exponentially. Yeah. Period. 
Yeah. And it's those, those differences that I actually love because usually it comes out better or they could get more out of it than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a matter of me putting something out there as a business owner and then letting other people almost run with it. Yeah. Well, you're creating a space, right? right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you're creating a container, a safe container for them to come in and say, yeah, I'm having this issue. Mm-hmm. And that's hard for a lot of people, whether, whether you're a business owner or not, right? Yeah. For one, just to admit that you need help with something. There's a lot of, you know, stigma around that, especially with business owners. Well, it's my business and I should, you know, I should know everything. and I should be doing everything. And I, no, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And as a mom as well, business yeah. owner and a mom, I've got this. I don't care if I'm like, you know, carrying 50 things at one time. I've got this, but really I don't. (laughs) Yeah. And nor do you need to be carrying 50 things, but you know, it's so difficult for us. I I don't know if it's that we feel more vulnerable when we ask for help um, or if we come right out and say it, that we just feel weaker and we have been so, you know, ingrained in us, especially in the entrepreneurial world that women are strong, women need to be strong and women need to be, you know, like boss babes. And, you know, while I love that, you know, I love strong women and I love boss babes and I love all of those things. You don't have to be that all of the time. Yeah. We're women. (laughs) I was challenged once several years ago. It was back at the beginning of my journey of just thinking about having the business. I was challenged of accepting help when someone offered it. And that was so amazingly difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how long it took me to get a coach? Oh yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Like months and months and hours and hours of doing things myself and bashing my head against the wall and just, you know, totally stressing myself out and burning myself out when I was finally like, okay, I I don't know what else to do. I can't, I don't feel like I can take myself any further by myself. Yeah. At some point, I think you realize that um, you just don't know. And you need someone who does know. Yeah. You're like, when you're screaming help, if anyone takes take something you know i'm sure there's going to be way more than this one thing that you're going to take away from this podcast episode because becky has left a lot of gold nuggets in here but do not wait till you're screaming for help do not wait until your hair is on fire do not wait till your eyes are bleeding to get the help or even you may have to call it help like it's really support yeah that's a great way to put it. And I think it's easier to accept when you think of it as support. Yeah. I mean, you know, coaches and, you know, as you know, as well, working with moms, even one-on-one, you're guiding them. Like mm-hmm. we're not, we're not teaching. I mean, we do teach, but that's not our main function, right? Our main function is to guide you, show you, things and you decide what you're going to do with them. 
Yeah, that's actually something that I love. I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to know what's best for you. You already know it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just us helping you guide you to see what you already know. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Takes my pressure off. (laughs) But it's just so funny that we have that, excuse me, you know, inner thing that says, but I can't do this. But dear, you can, you can. And you just, sometimes you just need somebody to show you that you can. Yeah. With love. Absolutely. 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 Sorry. I was saying that right as I took a sip of water and it went the wrong way. (laughs) This is going to be an interesting, an interesting episode when people listen to it. Did did anyone hear me yelling at my kid or no? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. I just heard silence. (laughs) Oh, good. Because I tried to hit the mute button before. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So funny. All right, Becky, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. On social media, I am the Empty Nester Coach um, for um, Instagram. And on Facebook, it's Becky Watson Yoga Therapy. Awesome. And your website? is Becky Watson Yoga. Perfect. And I see that you have given us a link for a freebie. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's 10 ways to ground yourself. Um, Simple ways. It's as simple as sometimes just walking outside in the grass, um, just letting your feet touch the earth, sitting in the sun, um, you know, little things like that, that bring you back from the whirlwind of life. Yes. all experience Um, when you when you're grounded everything is so much easier so just taking a few minutes with one of these 10 tips that I give you um, just to ground yourself and come from a space of I can do this with ease rather than frantic yeah yeah I was just gonna say flow versus hustle right there if you feel like you're hustling yeah do one of these things and it's almost an automatic thing you're like oh because it just brings you right back to present. You're not like your brain's not going a million miles an hour. Yep. It brings you back to your body instead of in your brain. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm always going back to that. <laughs> yeah. And I will now too, because I think that just, that, that was like a, a big flip switch for me when you just said it that way. Yeah. Come back to your body instead of your brain. Yeah. Cause I, I do a lot of mindset work with my clients, with myself constantly, you know, doing those things. So I'm always like thinking brain, 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 you know, yeah, (laughs) mind, 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 mind. Um, and yeah, no, it is, it's so important to listen to your body as well as your, you know, they're both needed. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, one can't live without the other, right? That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Becky, this was a fun conversation. Uh, It was. It was. I appreciate you coming on. And as always to my listeners, I would love for you to screenshot this episode, tag Becky and I on Instagram in your stories. And if you have questions, DM either one of us on Instagram or on Facebook, on our pages on Facebook, 
either one, we are here always to answer your questions, to hear your love, to hear whatever you'd like to say to us. <laughs> so Becky, again, I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time to come on here and share your knowledge with us. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Good. All right, everyone, we'll see you in the next episode.